Welcome. You're listening to the Handyman Academy podcast with your host, Jeremy Lewis. Hello and welcome, my friends. Uh, Today we are talking about invoicing and receiving payments. You know, when I got started, I had a single person doing a blog that I could find on how to do the various um, items of starting a handyman business. And while he was a very good instructor and he he taught me a lot and it, it was definitely what I needed to get started, it really didn't go into some of the finer details of how uh, businesses work. He kind of took it as Uh, You know how a business works, but here's how a handyman business works. And uh, so the very first job that I did, I had no idea how I was going to collect payment from this client. And I I ended up taking a check and it was fine, but I I was kind of going a little faster than I should have. And I didn't have a way to give him a receipt. I had no way to really invoice him for the goods that I, that I had provided. And so here's where we're going to actually be talking about this today. Because when you get to the point where you are invoicing your very first client, I want you to be prepared to, to not flounder on the spot and make yourself feel like you're being uh, a fool like I did my, my very first time. He was looking at me like I was unprofessional. And in reality, I wasn't professional. I had no idea. I... It was my first time invoicing anybody. It was my first time doing a project for somebody on my own. So you have a bunch of different ways to provide an invoice. Uh, we talked previously about uh, CRMs, client relation uh, managers, software like Marquette and Joist and all these others that go and allow you to have your clients all in one place, all their details all in one place. Uh, estimates, invoices, etc. One thing is, is when you set up your CRM of choice, go and look at their options under invoicing and you'll find that they probably have, not probably, they do have online invoicing to where people can pay with their card either through you at the job or through like an email or text message straight from the software and they use uh, various payment processors like Square which means you'll have to set up a Square account and and everything they'll walk you through it on the CRM website and that is definitely the easiest way to get paid but what you have to think about with that is they have processing fees and it's a little hard to kind of think about how much they charge but some of the best CRMs allow you to pass on that processing fee over to your clients. And this is something that I would highly encourage uh, because while, you know, three or 4% doesn't sound like a lot, but when when you're getting into these 20 or $30,000 jobs, 4% is quite a bit. And over the course of a year, when you're looking at $100,000, you just lost four thousand dollars straight to processing fees and yes it's deductible it's tax deductible but i'd rather have that money in my pocket and i get to choose where that 
that money gets deducted out later for tax, right? So that's definitely something I, I definitely want you to keep in mind. And CRMs like Mark 8, which is the one that I prefer, allows you to do that. Uh, next, once you get your invoicing set up with your CRM, you can still collect cash and checks. I don't like doing that. I hate having to drive to ATMs and checks take quite a while for mobile deposits. So either way, I'm going to the bank and I just, I don't like doing that personally. Um, I know I could go like once a week to the bank, but that's still, you know, like 10, 20 minutes there, deal with the bank people, which are nice people, I'm sure, but still deal with people. I'm a, I'm an introvert. I don't like dealing with people. I know you're still, you're still baffled by that. It's fine. Um, and then, you know, 10, 20 minutes home. And that's time that I could be spending with my dog and have the, uh, the payment go through online instead. But if you have certain clients like I do who only pay in cash, they're, they're typically my older clients or, or clients who are more like business people who like to pay in checks, you're going to end up getting cash and checks. Uh, just make sure you, you record down how much they gave you and make sure you get them a receipt. A lot of my CRMs allow you to put in a manual payment for a cash or a check and uh, for checks do like reference numbers, uh, which are already printed in the top right corner of the check. Um, and that'll make sure that they get a receipt for their payments. We're gonna move on to other kinds of online processing which is gonna be your Venmo, it's gonna be your Zelle or Zelle, if you call it that, uh, PayPal, any number of those online portals that you can send and receive money between people. There, there's some that specify business accounts versus personal accounts. I don't know anybody who has gotten in trouble for opting to do just a personal account, but for the sake of legitimacy, if they offer a business account, do a business account, they'll probably have better resources for you to track what money came from where and tax purposes and everything. Uh, one thing I do wanna say is if you are using a personal account, be mindful of your daily limit because there's only a, a certain amount that can be transferred between these accounts at any given time for specific day-to-day uh, -day situation. That might be higher for, for business accounts, I don't use them personally. I, I, I go straight through my CRM with Square and then it takes care of everything other than the cash and checks. And then I go and I deposit my cash and check and send receipt. Moving on, we have physical goods. And when you, when you think about physical goods, I want you to think about going to Office Max or Staples and they have a whole business section where you have estimate books, you have your invoicing books, and you have receipt books, and a bunch of different, you know, like ledgers and like bookkeeping, you know, book. But basically, you know, for, for these estimates and invoices, you you get this book and you get to write in, you know, what what you're you're invoicing or what you're estimating with totals and, and numbers and everything, terms and then you get a copy and they get a copy. That's, that's, that's as easy as it gets for physical goods. It's, it's all about that carbon paper, baby. You get the estimate to them, cool, they sign it, great. You have physical copies. You get the invoice to them, great. You have a physical copy. 
and then they give you money typically if you're doing physical goods you're probably not doing online forms of payments except for maybe you know zelle or or, or paypal but basically they're going to be giving you cash or checks and you're going to have to give them a receipt and well we already said it a receipt book from office max is easily accessible you just write out what they paid you when uh what form all right and that is our four main ways to invoice and get paid you have to invoice you have to get paid you do the work you make money you give them receipts it's all very simple with this information you're going to be able to move forward into this next step without very many issues so thank you again for listening to me ramble and i hope that you guys have a great day and uh, i'll see you uh thursday bye for now